Jill Bennett in for Simi this week. Well, there is continued conversation about what is happening in Stanley Park, especially with the park board vote to remove the temporary bike lane and uh, try and figure out what it's going to look like in the future. Well, Angela Hare joins us now, the Vancouver Park Board Commissioner who initiated the motion. Angela, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, Did this play out the way that you had anticipated as far as the vote to remove that temporary bike lane and then try and figure out in the future what it might look like? Oh, yes, I did. Most definitely. And so what are you hoping then with this development and with this vote at the board? What are you hoping the future of the causeway and the roads through Stanley Park will look like? Sure. Thank you. Um, We are hoping that the the lane that was temporarily um, closed to be opened up very shortly or as soon as possible with direction from staff. And then um, coming back to the table of staff, uh, we have initiated that the staff come back with a more permanent solution, which will still uh, allow for the two-lane access plus a permanent bike lane. And are there plans for that that have been drawn up at this point, or is that something, does the work on that start now? The work will start now. And when you talk about uh, removing then the bike lane that the vote was made on on Monday, uh, how big of a job is that as far as uh, I know that that you said as soon as possible or in the the short term? Is is it a bigger job other than crews going in there and and just removing those cones? Oh, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not um, it's not as simple as that. There are um, some concrete barriers. Some of them are temporary. Or I think most of them are temporary, and so it's not a it's not an easy task. It, it's a task that'll take some work, but we want to just put in a hint to do it as soon as possible. Hopefully, for the holiday season, as we're going to see more traffic come through Stanley Park and more tourism come in as well. Right. I, I mean, some might argue we're already kind of in the holiday season, being as it's December seventh. Yeah. But so, are, are we talking, say, a week or by mid November, that kind of thing? Well, well, we gave them the dates of December 15th to come back to us and hopefully open it um, before the end of, or before Christmas, I guess. But let's say it's not, it's not in concrete. We have to work with the staff. We have to trust the park board staff to come up with the, what, what their solutions are and how quickly they can move. And, and it, it was just a suggestion. It's not, um, it's not, um, we're not forcing them. We're, we're just suggesting it and we have to work with them. Right. And I would imagine, too, it's going to also be dependent on if we get more snow or what the the weather's like and how that plays out. Exactly. Exactly. Do you see a solution or do you see a way in that clearly there are cycling advocates that are not happy with this decision? There are people who are very happy with this decision, some of whom have taken their case to the Human Rights Commission. Do you see a way or is it possible, do you think, to find a compromise where people will be happy? Almost definitely, I mean, and this is why we um, initiated um, our suggestions uh, during, when, when, when we moved this motion was firstly take, uh, let's, let's get that temporary bike lane removed, which is exactly that. It was temporary. It was, it was um, brought in uh, during COVID and open up the two lanes so there's a flow of traffic again and there's no backups on Georgia. And let's come up with a better solution, a solution that's not just going to be temporary. It's going to be a permanent bike solution. And not last just this lifetime, but a few lifetimes.
Right. And and do you think the does there need to be a change in that when we talk about this lane that that it was called temporary, it, it was brought in at a time when uh, people who use that park will know that there, you could have cyclists on the seawall as well as pedestrians. And yes, it's, it's narrow in a lot of parts, but that seawall was shared. It was brought in because of COVID when cyclists were, were taken off the seawall. It was given to pedestrians and cyclists moved up to the roads. Now that cyclists are back on the seawall, is there still a need for a dedicated bike lane through the roadway in the park? Well, this is why we're, we're giving it back to the staff to come back, back and let us know as well. And, um, I mean, cyclists are more than welcome to cycle on the lanes like they did previously as well. But we are looking at um, how can we bring in a permanent bike lane over, over um, towards uh, the lanes. This is, I mean, it's been expressed that people do like biking over there. Um, it's also been expressed that there's people that don't want that second lane closed, and there has been issues uh, with this as well. So we're trying to work with all of the Vancouverites to come with, up with a better solution over by um, the two lanes. The park board also is a board that needs to raise its own revenue or a lot of its own revenue. How much will this impact or bring back parking revenue for the board from those parking stalls in Stanley Park? Um, I'm not going to quote numbers right now, but it is going to bring back quite a bit of revenue from the parking stalls. Plus, it's going to open up um, accessibility to tour buses as well and also TransLink which has been affecting the small businesses and restaurants in the area. So we're looking forward to getting um, revenue from those things and also opening up the businesses. Uh, and I know the issue of raising uh, parking prices also came up at the board on Monday. Will people that are using those parking spots or any parking spots really that are in parks and that, that generate revenue for the park board, can we expect that those prices, the, the cost of parking is going to go up? Uh, they might go slightly up. When we when we did take over office, there was a slight deficit. So we are having to deal with the previous government's deficit. So with that, we might um, increase the parking um, amount. Um, but again, we're also looking at uh, different areas of how we can generate revenues, which is including uh, lifting the moratorium and also other uh, increase in um, revenues, like creative ways. How can we bring back the fun in Vancouver and how can we make some money and uh, make our parks, recreation and beaches a much beautiful place. Right. And when you talk about lifting the moratorium, you're talking about the, the bigger events or those commercial events that would pay then to use the parks as venues? Yes, of course. And does that moratorium, is that effective immediately then if, if people that put on those events, organizers are interested, they can now start applying to the park board or start kind of getting that ball rolling? Um, I, I believe it's still a process because you have to lift it. and It's already been lifted, but we, there's a process in the booking system. But yes, shortly it will be lifted and we will be able to do that. All right. Uh, are, are you pleased then with the way things, and again, obviously not, you're never going to get 100% happiness from people when we're talking about a bike lane, especially a bike lane in Stanley Park. But are you pleased with how things have gone so far? Almost definitely. I mean, again, it was a very tough decision. It was an easy and um, but when we're talking about equitable spaces, accessibility for everyone, I can um, sleep at night for sure. People with disabilities, seniors, 
young families, other people that take uh, the TransLink, they're able to have access back into the park. They're able to find parking. Uh, hopefully we will not, I, will, I know we will not have backups like we did before, um, which will decrease idling on Georgia Street as well. So yes, most definitely we are very excited. We are happy and looking forward to the way Vancouver is moving. All right, Angela, we'll leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much for joining us and for being here. Appreciate it. Yeah, happy holidays. Thank you so much. That is Angela Hare, Vancouver Park Commissioner, the commissioner that initiated initiated that motion that led to that vote earlier this week to remove that lane in the short term, that temporary lane as soon as possible, and then work on what that might look like in the future.